Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and as always, and every single week and episode, <laughs> I am joined by my illustrious co-host, good friend and tag team partner, Mr. Adam Cousins. Adam, we have a very special show today, my friend. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm not drowned in the monsoon conditions yet. We had a bit of your weather <clears throat> earlier on. Hey, I've been, yeah, it's, it's been bad for me. Don't ever work outside in these conditions. But Adam, we have a very special guest, my man, today. As always, you are the king of the introduction. Over to you. <laughs> yes. Well, Andy, cast your mind back. 96, 97 into 2000s. We were getting rejected by lots of girls. It's got no. Okay, sorry, that's a different podcast. Uh, that's definitely not you. Um, no, but we'll go back to we used to play the N sixty four. It was one of the best. It was the console. You had Goldeneye, but for for us wrestling fans, no mercy. WCW, NWO, Revenge, WrestleMania two thousand. Well, now we've got someone on that's going to bring that back for us. They got a. <clears throat> they want to bring back an N sixty four version of a wrestling game. A modern day wrestling game, and not only that, they went on to Kickstart, and they got nearly one, it got just under eleven hundred um, <clears throat> backers, and just over sixty-one thousand pounds raised for this video game. So, to tell us all about it, we have Sam from Ultra Pro Wrestling and Hyper Focus Games. <clears throat> Welcome, hey. Sam. How are you, mate? <clears throat> How's it going? Uh, we are good, my man. We are good. Uh, we are big wrestling fans, as you probably guessed on the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. But yeah, me and Adam grew up. With wrestling games, I remember bunking off school to go and play the WWF arcade game in my <laughs> local Devonhams. Uh, but you know, we—I I love wrestling games. Obviously, two K twenty three has just come out. But Sam, tell us about this game. Uh, how that process even begun? Uh, how did you even think? Do you know what? I'm going to make a wrestling game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess like you guys, uh, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. Um, you know, grew up with it. Uh, probably have very similar memories to the memories that you guys have no Hasbro figures all that kind of stuff um yeah I just I, I was a lifelong wrestling fan I tried to pursue a career in wrestling at one point um uh that, that kind of ended up around the age of 20 and then I decided I need to find my way somewhere else uh, I had a couple of friends that got into video game development uh one of them actually now works for Rockstar so he did pretty well um yeah. and he watching- did very well yeah yeah and so i guess watching his career take off um and you know i i I used to go to this guy's house and he would do all kinds of crazy stuff like stuff that i just didn't even know was possible for especially like you know at that age he was taking apart his old uh nes console and modding it so it could play japanese games and i was just blown away by all the stuff that he was doing so yeah when he when his career took off that's when I started thinking, oh, do you know what? Maybe video games is a, a career path that, because it's always been like, you know, wrestling and video games. It's just, that that's that's the two things. Wrestling was always number one. Um, but yeah, big, big video game fan. Always had uh, a Nintendo, a Mega Drive, uh, a SNES, N64, had all those consoles. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just turned my attention to video games. Uh, initially, I didn't think of doing a wrestling video game. It was just a sort of, 
I don't know, I, I liked video games, so I thought, well, I could start, start out developing apps for like Android and uh, iPhone, uh, these kind of, uh, it was around the time actually um, Angry Birds and all that were, were getting kind of big. And um, yeah, I remember thinking, thinking at the time, they looked kind of simplistic, like maybe, maybe it's not too hard, you know, so I got into college and studied software development. Um, yeah, so I had a bit of a career as a game developer uh, before I started thinking about um, putting my two loves together, wrestling and video games. And uh, yeah, there, there's a whole sort of side story of how the, the game uh, actually got started and it had to do with a wrestling company in Scotland. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll leave it there to <laughs> let you guys come back with that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's incredible to start a wrestling game from scratch. Obviously, you said you were a lover of wrestling growing up, you know, uh, and and what uh, video game was your uh, before we get into your one? What was your earliest memory of uh, wrestling video games? You like you say, I remember <clears> the one on the NES and the Snares, and I had one on the Mega Drive, uh, and because I, I, I love the arcade game. So for me, that's when wrestling games were wrestling games, and I think on one of them, I was always the one, two, three kid because he was really quick and stuff. You know, I mean, I I, I loved it. What was your first memory of uh, of wrestling games? Uh, my first memory, well. Um... My, my my earliest sort of clear memories are of the Sega uh, Mega Drive, uh, Raw, and um, oh, there was Super WrestleMania as well. Mm. But I'm pretty sure my first uh, actual wrestling video game was on the NES. Was uh, I think it was WrestleMania Challenge, um, and I I don't really have memories of playing that too much. But I do have a memory of going to my friend's house and mm -hmm. seeing on the floor he had the the cartridge for steel cage challenge and i yes. had no idea i was a i was a big wrestling fan and i had no idea that this game even existed and i remember seeing it just lying there on his floor and so that must have like you know i i knew that the other games existed because i must have had them but i remember seeing that game and being blown away and like oh my god that's the thing and uh, so but yeah we, we we spent a lot of time playing those uh what was the other one? There was Raw. What was the one? There was a wrestling. Uh, it was kind of a wrestling. They they done like Street Fighter moves in it. Oh, it was on the NES or Nintendo Six. I can't remember. Uh, oh, the, there's there's a Super Slam. Is it Super that... Slam Masters or sorry, sorry, Saturday Night Slam Masters? Yeah, um, I remember one just like Razor Ramon versus like Rowe from Street Fighter, and it was just like incredible. And I was like, wow, this is. Uh, <clears> they were doing like Street Fighter moves and Mortal Kombat moves, and it was like. Oh, you know, when you're 11, 12 years old, you're like, you love, yeah, Street yeah. you love wrestling. This is like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Undertaker yeah. was like, come here and, you know, slammed him down. And I absolutely loved it. But um, yeah, no, Adam, what was your earliest uh, memory of playing uh, wrestling games before we hear about Sam's amazing adventure that they're on now? And I'm so thrilled to have him on. That he's, he's bringing back our, our childhood, basically. <laughs> what was is. your earliest memory of uh, playing wrestling games? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, there was WrestleMania on, on the NES. Um, I would obviously the, the Royal Rumble, I think it was Royal Rumble that come out. The one with Razor Ramon on the cover. Yeah, there was yeah, a couple yeah. of them on the cover. A couple of them on um, the cover. And then as, as I grew older, my, my good friend uh, who lives in Essex used to own a video rental store. And um, <clears throat> obviously when the games used to be released on a Friday, he'd get them on a Thursday afternoon. So it'd be bung him 30 quid. <laughs> but a game, <laughs> I'll get it on the... I'll get it on the first. I was a big fan of the of the original SmackDown series as well. Oh, that uh, was good PlayStations, you know, here comes the pain and bits and pieces like that. I think nowadays it's got really glitchy. Um, like 2K23, uh, I got it or three days before release. I paid the extra money and got it for a couple of days before release. 
And as much as the graphics are great, it's just still me and my son was playing a Royal Rumble and all of a sudden I was hooked onto the top rope and no one could eliminate me, which was great because I won. But was, that, sounds like, that sounds like Vince McMahon booking. That's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam, um, you mentioned Scottish Wrestling Company. I'm, I'm guessing is that the one fronted by Mark Dallas? Uh, yeah, yeah, ICW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, what a company! Fans, what a we are big fans down here of that company, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Grado guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, me too. I love Grado. Uh, yeah, that was that was such that was so epic when that whole thing came about because it really just it, it grew so quickly, so fast, and and uh, yeah, that was awesome. But we I actually knew a bunch of those guys before um, ICW even started um, because, as I said, I was training to be a wrestler at one point and. Uh, there was a company, BCW, uh, British Championship Wrestling. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yes. So, um, um, yeah, so I, I was there for a while. I was a referee with them for a while. Um, so that's where I kind of got to know a lot of guys. Actually, Mark Dallas was training to be a wrestler at BCW. <laughs> yeah, before um, before ICW started. Um, so, yeah, eventually I ended up kind of reconnecting with them. And uh, because I'd been doing video games, it was brought up. I said, you know, we could how about an icw video game and so that was met with a lot of enthusiasm excitement um we developed the the icw version of the game for a couple of years uh stuff that i probably shouldn't go into but yeah basically <clears throat> the, the massive breakdown in communication um and it just all sort of slipped apart and uh eventually that that all came to an end and I spent then a couple of years away from the game. Basically, the game was quite far along developed, but I just kind of put it on the shelf and I went away and did other things, uh, other video games, uh, other software stuff. And yeah, a couple of years went by and I don't know, it was just kind of... Well, one of the reasons that I sort of didn't think that that it would be successful is that I thought, well, if, if I don't have licensed wrestlers, if I don't have real world wrestlers, yeah. it's going to be hard to... to Sell a game. Yeah, a bit that like was going to be like Pro Evolution Soccer. Remember when they had like yeah. Night, I was a called, massive Pro Evolution. Like the Red, Red, it was Man Red, Man Red, and like Arsenal. Were like, London was top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was top, a yeah. were even rubbish on that game. Yeah, we're, yeah. Again, that's another podcast, man. We're not even getting into that. <laughs> but um, Sam, how? If, just tell us the process then that you go through. From obviously you developed the ICW game that was shelved for for whatever reasons. Tell us in the process of the game that you're now getting very, very close to releasing from the minute you thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. Tell us the process that you have to go through. Tell us like how I would I, I get a game and I love playing it. But just the thought of actually how you make a game and you're making a game. You're not just making it's not like WWE have come to you with a bag load of cash and gone. Here you go, Sam. Develop us again. You've had to generate all the funding yourself. You've had, you know, the idea is yours. Just talk us through the process, which has led you up to where we are today. Um, well, yeah, I guess if 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 you're sort of starting from scratch, it's it's difficult because a lot of, any any video game requires a lot of planning. Um, you know, before you even start doing any coding or or modeling or creating any assets, you basically have to sit down with a, a word document and write, you know, what's called a game bible. And just write up every single uh, feature, element, process, every everything that you can think of that would be involved in, of involved in producing this game. Um, so there's a whole, yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, um, work uh, outside of the game that, that goes into it as well. 
Um, but yeah, I guess with this game, I, I, I was kind of lucky because I had a blueprint. I had a blueprint with the ICW game where I knew, well, it's going to be these ICW characters. So, you know, coming up with character designs, that was that was easy because you know, it's the real life guys. Um, you know, the brand and the, the, the arenas that, that I'd create for the game. Well, that was easy because we were going to do ICW arenas and, and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, once I kind of got away from ICW and the game was shelved and then a couple of years went by and I eventually went back to it. Uh, one of the reasons that I went back to it is because it had always been the plan for, for me to sort of do uh, an AKI N64 type of wrestling game because that's my favorite wrestling game and of course i guess you guys know as well a lot of people have been waiting like 20 years or more for for a, a sequel or a remake or something that resembles that old engine um and so yeah i got to the point where i was like well it doesn't actually matter to me if it's licensed wrestlers or not that the game engine is the the thing that's actually important and if people can create their own characters then you know that it doesn't really matter so i thought yeah i'll just create a bunch of fictional characters and as long as it's uh as long as it plays like the aki games i'll be happy with that um so again when i went back to it i kind of had a blueprint there as well because i thought well i want it to be exactly like those games or at least enough like those games that i can get away with and <laughs> so again i've got a kind of blueprint there i can look at um that that game engine the way that it plays you know i can try and break it down I can try and um, reverse engineer it. You know, you can sort of work out like how much damage does uh, does one character do with a punch versus how much damage they do with a suplex. Um, and luckily for me, there's actually a guy online uh, called Melonbread who, I don't know how he does it, but he basically, he's able to sort of see what's under the hood of these games. Um, and he actually started a, a hashtag on, on Twitter uh, I think it's called AK, hashtag AKI Did You Know? And it's just this series of stuff about the core mechanics of the game and how it works. And so this is like kind of, this is like uh, mm. gold to me, you know, because this is, uh, without his input, I'd have to sit and play the game and try and reverse engineer and work out how everything's done. Um, but actually the the all the uh, sheets of paper you see on the wall behind me, that's all mail and bread's posts. Oh wow! Like, so up on the wall i just like printed them off i was like it's just because there's so much detail it's like you don't know how much health a character starts with you know in the game mm -hmm. I mean, a game could say the character has a hundred percent health but we don't really know what that means like behind the hood there's an actual number associated to that so melon bread just puts out a post and he says oh the, the characters in in these aki games they start with 255 health and it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> two five five. I'll, I'll write that. In. Like so, so yeah. So he's he's made just by him doing that, and he's only doing it because he loves those games, you know. And so by him doing that, that's just that's just saved us a ton of work as well. Oh wow, incredible! Adam, you might be able to testify to this. Uh, I'm Sam, obviously through your game. I like the original games when, like, say, like finishing moves were simplified. Obviously, you're playing two K twenty three at the minute, Adam. It's, mm double tap this and press that and pull down for this just to do it like a stone cold stunner back in the day i had to double tap a twice and maybe push down and i was doing a razor's edge i was doing a sharpshooter or the undertaker was doing a, a choke slam i mean sam is it is it literally going back to what we know as original gaming yeah i i mean with the aki games there was the, it was simple but there was something intuitive about it as well where you know if you grab a guy and you push up and a you're actually going to, you're not just doing a random move. The move kind of almost 
feels like an up in a mm -hmm. move. It's like, you know, it might be a choke slam. But whereas yeah. if you push down, you're, you're then going to do like a DDT or a pile drive or something that that's consistent with down. So, um, so yeah, it's quite a simple uh, button combination. It makes it kind of easy to remember. And you might not know whether or not you're going to do a, a pile driver or, or a DDT, but you know, if you push down, you, you're not going to do some, some big move. Um, but yeah, the, the, the WWE 2K games, uh, I actually haven't really played those games for years. Um, only recently, um, one of my friends brought in his PlayStation uh, and he's downloaded the, the new one. Um, so I managed to have a little bit of a shot of it. But yeah, I, I couldn't, I found it very hard to get to grips with it and the, the button combination stuff. Uh, that takes me back to uh, the N64 WWF attitude and, oh, and yeah. Warzone and all those games where, yeah, you had to kind of memorize these button combinations. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There, there's just something about the N64. AKI games that were just a lot more intuitive and and simpler, but at the same time, although they were simple to pick up and play, uh, they had they they had skill built into them as well. Where you know all the reversals and and, and all that stuff. Like basically, if you took a guy that was really skilled at the game and put him with someone new, there's just no amount of button bashing that's gonna mm -hmm. you know <laughs> you're not gonna beat the other guy just by not knowing what you're doing. Whereas there's some games. Um, like I, I actually um, played one of my friends who's really good at Tekken. Um, the first time I ever played him, I didn't know what I was doing. And just by luck, I, I beat him. I think I beat him <laughs> twice. And it's like, now, now fair enough, those matches are, are shorter. But um, but I just remember thinking at the time, like, there's no way you could do that on the N64 AKI games. You would never be able to fluke a win against someone that knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, I, I like that aspect of it. Oh wow, incredible! Go ahead, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you started for your Kickstarter. Did you have a goal in mind? I mean, obviously, you got sixty-one thousand, which isn't, you know, in, in considering everything that's going on, even in even in the world, you know, financially and, and everything else, that's some mean feat. Did you have a sort of rough idea of where you wanted to get, and did it exceed expectations? <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely exceeded expectations because I did not think that it would pick up so fast and I, I thought that I actually thought that um, I was going to have to and, and I reached out to a lot of media companies and, and there was a few of them that got back to me and said oh yeah that sounds interesting we'll cover the game um, you know we'll we'll do a, a piece on it <clears throat> um, and some of them did but but most of them didn't um, and so I thought that it, it's not going to gain any traction unless these big media companies do something about it um, but actually, within the first three days, um, uh, yeah, I actually didn't look at the Kickstarter for the first three days. <laughs> uh, and so it, it, the way it actually happened was I launched the Kickstarter um, and it coincided with uh, my partner's brother. Um, he was getting married in New Zealand. And so his side of the family, my, my, my wife's side of the family, they all booked this big trip. Um, so we were all going to New Zealand. And I kind of scheduled the Kickstarter to launch on the day that we were going. Oh. So, <laughs> so that was like a 36 hour trip. So I, I basically yeah. clicked the launch on the Kickstarter and then jumped in the car and went to the airport. <laughs> and then, like, I, was, I, I kind of wanted just to like not know. I just kind of wanted to, yeah. right, now, now I can relax. You know, I've done all this work. Now I can just relax and not really think about it. And whatever happens, happens. And so it got to about day three of the Kickstarter and, uh, 
And yeah, my, my wife's standing there with the phone and she's like, do you want to know? And I'm like, no, 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 don't tell me. And then I'm like, oh, well, maybe tell me. It's just, if, if it's if it's done really bad, then tell me, you know, just let me know. Um, and she's like, no, it's doing pretty good. And so I, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, wow, maybe we've got like, maybe we've got like 300 pounds or something, you know? And uh, so, but yeah, it turned out it was at that point, it was at 13,000. Wow. And That's yeah, and incredible. I just, yeah, I was, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's literally, there's no words. You're just like, mm. how? <laughs> like, how is it at 13,000? <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it definitely exceeded expectations. What's the uh, feedback been from the, the wrestling community? I mean, we're sitting here interviewing now on our podcast and we're privileged. I love hearing about stuff like this. But <clears throat> what's the feedback been from like the wrestling community, community, your own wife when you say to her, uh, babe, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a wrestling game. <laughs> okay, Sam, but uh, what about paying the bills? You know, it's kind of that. It's kind of that situation. I mean, what's the feedback that you've got when you said you're going to be doing this? Um, yeah, well, I mean, from from the wife, first of all, that it's been that that's been good because for years I've been sort of um, determined to do something independently. You know, um, I'd, I'd much rather because if I work for a company and a game's successful, that's great, but. But at the end of the day, I'm just still only going to get a wage. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if I sort of just put all my eggs in one basket and do something that's really successful, then, you know, then I obviously benefit from that greater than if, a, if it was for a company. So I've always tried to to do something on my own um, for years. And so actually, and of course, this game by itself has been developed for years. And I think she basically just lets me kind of get on, do my own <laughs> thing, doesn't really expect too much and then so when it when the kickstarter did do well she's now just completely like blown away like can't can't believe this is happening and all that so that's that's been that's been great um i'd love to tell you some of the messages that i've i've received but um (laughs) i i i feel i'd feel like i was betraying them if 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 i did but basically i can i can say that i've had messages from current wwe superstars wow um, saying that that they're saying that I'm, I'm doing God's work. <laughs> they're they're wow. very happy with what, what I'm doing. It, you are really, because if you think about it, you know, 2K have got the WWE games and, you know, it's like Adam says, he plays it and they I've played them. I haven't played the new one yet, but they are, they're okay, but they're very, you can buy this. Is, I buy a lot of Formula One games. I don't know why I bother because I might as well have just kept the one from 2000 and, and to now really the like the the races the, the guys are racing the cars have changed the tracks are a little bit different but the game the concept's pretty the same adam do you find that obviously you're just playing wwe 2k23 has the concept changed because wwe 2k22 with ray mysterio on the cover got absolutely shit on it with everyone was saying it's one of the worst games ever and i think the year before was one of the last times wwe i think Something something happened with a WWE said to 2K, look, you need to either up your game or we're taking our business elsewhere. How, how do you find it pretty similar to the gameplay? I mean, a lot of people have praised this one to 2K23. I haven't played it yet myself, but I, I plan on doing it. But the similarities on games, and I mentioned Formula One this because I'm a big Formula yeah. One guy, they don't change that much. That's why what Sam is doing is incredible because this is something, and for those that didn't play the the NES, the NES or the Mega Drive or you know growing up this is fantastic for them because all they're used to is wwe 2k yeah i mean the, the game itself i mean it's fine i mean it, it doesn't change too much it's still the same to do your finishers it's r2 and triangle and r2 and square for your um signature um you can still block the finishers you can do 
Uh, so uh, Randy Orton can, if, if they're running Randy Orton and you press the finisher, Randy Orton can throw him up in the end of an RKO. He can catch him in midair with it. You know, pretty much those type of bits. The game itself is just pretty... I always say FIFA. It's exactly the same as playing like a FIFA game. You're going to get the same teams every year. The engine may change, but the, the fundamentals the stay the yeah. same. Um, and yeah, 2K23 is like that. I haven't really played a lot of it. So I normally wait until my boys here have a weekend before we play it. Obviously, mm-hmm. it'll work and we do this a lot of the time during the week anyway. So my my time is very much taken up, which is nice. But um, I'm obviously seeing you every three days or whatever it is. is, is amazing. Honestly, Sam, I see more than my own family. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, the aesthetics of the game is, is, uh, is generally the same as mm. most games are. But this is why... When this, I actually got a, um, a retro box now. Oh, mom, man, I keep meaning to get one of them. Ago. Yeah, my mum got it for me a couple of years ago for Christmas. And I, I we, we, that's how Riley, my son Riley actually got into wrestling because he saw WrestleMania the arcade game. And we were playing that when all the older, so we had that Doink and The Undertaker, Brett and Sean. And then when he was a bit older, as he grew up older, he started playing my PlayStation. And then that's mm. that's when it starts. But So, Sam, is some of these wrestlers that you create based on the guys in the WWE, AW are just tweaked slightly? Uh, you know, yeah, kind of. Um, actually, the, to be honest, most of them uh, are, especially the names anyway, uh, were names that me and my brother and my friends, we all had when we were kids growing up. <laughs> uh, we had all these awesome. names. So, like, uh, my brother's name's Ben. So, like, the one of the main characters that you see at the start is uh, Ben Nevis, because that was actually his, <laughs> his uh, wrestling name as a kid. Um, the, me and my friend Gerald. Uh, Gerald was my best friend growing up. So, between us, we had loads of different gimmicks. Um, so, there's a character in the game, Johnny Cougar. Uh, that was Gerald's character. Um, before, actually, we had... Uh, the, so, there's two characters that are... One's based on me, one's based on Gerald. Uh the, the one based on me was Chad Maverick. Um, and that note, was- that, note that down, Adam. Play as Chad Maverick. That's going to be a really good character in the <laughs> game. I, I have a feeling he's going to be quite strong. I'll make that with that in my final effects. <laughs> <laughs> nice but and cool, I, nice and cool. I, I ended up making him kind of look a bit more like Shawn Michaels. And that it wasn't intentional. <laughs> it, it wasn't intentional, but like I was a big Shawn Michaels fan as a kid. And so I don't know if it was probably like a bit subconscious. Um, in fact, yeah, when we were kids, the, the names that me and Gerald both had initially was Sam Michaels and Gerald Janetti. So obviously we can't use that. <laughs> but, uh, Did you end up super kicking him through a barbershop somewhere in Scotland? <laughs> I, I, I've, I've super kicked him all over Scotland. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously a bunch of the characters uh, were based just on gimmicks that we came up with as kids. Um but uh, and some of them are, are kind of more original. But yeah, a lot of the, the, the way they look actually is slightly intentional to be, because what I want is I want people to be able to create their own characters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's uh, there's uh, one of the wrestlers, Americana. He looks, people see the trailer and they go, oh, that's, that's Rey Mysterio. And it's yeah. like, yeah, he's kind of done that way so that you have the tools when you're making your own guy to recreate a Rey Mysterio character. Um, so there is a bit of intention there as well but actually there's a guy uh, an artist called Hal Haney um, who he he by himself has been just creating these uh, characters um, and he's an artist so he's actually he, he's done lots of uh, he, he, I think he worked for the WWE at one point as well uh, doing art for them um, and so he's done a bunch of uh, designs that like I think Steve Austin commissioned them to do as well at one point 
Um, so he's he's got quite a big following as well. He's got like I think about fifty thousand followers on Instagram. Wow. Um, so I saw this guy creating these characters. So I messaged him and said, "Like, what are you, are you commissioned to do these, or are you just doing them off your own back kind of thing?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm just doing them off my own back. These are just gimmicks and characters that I like, and and the style of them as well would fit very well with the uh, with the, the video game." So um, yeah, I ended up having a conversation with him and. Uh, we ended up deciding to work together on basically he's got now about a hundred characters that are all going to be in the game. Wow. Um, so, so actually the characters on the trailer, um, they're going to go through a little bit of a redesign because uh, Hal's basically going to just uh, put his sort of uh, artistic spin on them. Magic um, touch, so, as they say. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Cause it's like that, that gives us, that was one of the hard bit, uh, parts of like, you know, there's, there's all the jobs associated with this, you know, there's making the game, which is, you know, programming, modeling, animation, mm-hmm. uh, graphics, everything. Uh, and then you've to come up with character designs on top of that. So it's like, you know, getting him just to come in and be like, all right, I've got these hundred characters, let's just put them in the game. <laughs> it just makes it so much easier. So Sam, for our listeners, tell our listeners what consoles this game is going to be available on. Obviously, with the the way the online world is now, is it going to be something that like, I could play against Adam? He's in Essex. I'm in Leighton Buzzard. Is it? What? Where is it? Is it literally going to be available everywhere? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, the one thing I'm not sure about because we need to test it is a, a, a Steam Deck, mm-hmm. which is like the the PC kind of version. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it'll be on Steam, um, but we're not. 100% sure about Steam Deck. Um, it'll be on Switch, Xbox, PlayStation. Um, yeah, uh, what else? Oh, oh, yeah, so there is, there's online play. Um, and the thing that we don't have working just yet, um, we need to do a lot of testing. This will probably come next year. Um, but we want to do cross-play so that if you're on Xbox, oh, yeah. you can play against someone on PlayStation. Um, that seems to be the way gaming goes now. I mean, I've played a lot of Fortnite, Call of Duty, and you know, as soon as you like you say to your friends, "Oh, I've got an Xbox," and when you got a PlayStation, crossplay yeah. has got to be one of the best things ever invented. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can. You don't have to add them specifically to your, you know, your your Xbox gamer tag. You can connect through the game. So you load up your gaming screen. So I can load up your game. Adam, he's on a PlayStation. I'm on the Xbox, and that just that made the growth of. Games like WWE, 2K30, oh, PlayStation, they're going to play against a mate who's got an Xbox who, you know, me and my daughter play uh, Fortnite quite a lot. She sits next to me on her Switch and I'm playing it on my Xbox. So that, we never had that growth. Like, as soon as, when the online gaming first come out, that was very much, oh, I've got an Xbox, I can't play against my friends. Now, that's opened up a whole new world for gamers, hasn't it? Yeah, and uh, as well as being able to play against each other, one thing... Um that I don't like about not having crossplay is uh I remember buying I think it was it was a Dragon Ball Z game um and I remember like paying for characters mm-hmm. and of course you'd buy them on I think it was I think we bought them on the Switch but then uh we got the PlayStation version and it's like oh you have to buy all buy these characters yeah. again you can <laughs> so so that's a big element as well because like, if people um you know if we so that, this is something that, that's kind of in the works that we're kind of theorizing about um, is, of course, we have the fictional characters that, that will be in the game and they'll be in the base version of the game. Um, we'd love to. This is like an exclusive. I haven't said this anywhere else. <laughs> so uh, so I, we, we'd love to be able to get like real world wrestlers and work out a way where um, because licensing is such a headache, mm-hmm. um, we thought 
sorry, there's a dog outside. That's uh, right. <laughs> um, because licensing is such a headache, uh, we thought actually it was based on that Dragon Ball Z game where uh, you know you pay, I think it was like four pounds or something for an extra character, and we thought, well, what if we had a model where um, we could take two real life characters? Uh, the example that's going around uh, just now is Demolition uh, Axe mm-hmm. and Smash, because mm-hmm. uh, I think Cal kind of knows them. Um, so we've been thinking about, well, if we were to do licensed characters, we could have them rather than just put them in the game or like, you know, whatever, it'd be an actual DLC. And so if you pay for them in, in yep. the game, oh, then yeah. Ultra Pro Wrestling would get a cut and you'd actually be given a cut directly to those wrestlers as well. Um, so that's an idea that we're, that we're playing around with. But of course, that brings us back to you don't want to have to buy those characters on Switch and then go to PlayStation and buy them again. again. Yeah. So, so the cross-play element for that um, is kind of a necessity. Wow. Uh, where are we with the game now then, Sam? What's the next big step that you guys are going to take in the de- development of this game? So one thing that takes a long time um, is the animations mm-hmm. um, because we're trying to we're trying to reproduce uh, the AKI animations. Um, some people see the trailer and they think oh you just took the animations from the game as if you can just you know <laughs> plug the cartridge into your computer and oh you can just take anything you want you can't like you, you physically can't get the animations from that game and the modern community has been trying for years so um so this is all like a recreation from the ground up um and so the thing that we're everything is geared towards right now is uh a one-on-one demo uh but in order to do that we need every animation capable of not not every animation in the game because there's a whole bunch of moves we don't need for the one-on-one but all the animations that it's just stuff that you don't even think about like you know like the way the character stands up if he's facing down he has to stand up differently if he's if he's facing up he stands up differently again if he's tired like there's there's just you work out and there's um there's at least uh 200 animations that we need for the one-on-one match so um so yeah the next three or four months um are going to be geared towards getting as many animations uh, done as mm. possible. And then, yeah, I mean, I play uh, Battleground. I don't know if you guys have ever played that on the Xbox. Uh, PUBG, it's called. Everyone knows it. it's PUBG. They developed that. It's pretty much it started how yours is kind of started, Sam. They were like, look, we're going to put out the demo, if you like, on the Xbox Live. And we're just going to let people play it as we develop it. So you'd play it like you'd, your character would have, like, just a, a vest and a, and a pair of shorts on. You'd have no socks. You'd have no trainers. You'd struggle to pick up a gun. Uh, you know, and now that's probably one of the biggest online games in the world. Uh, Battle uh, PUBG is one of the biggest online. It's up there with Fortnite. And it just started as, a, you know, it's just like, look, we'll put the demo out on Xbox. Like, like, like you guys might have to do. You might have to put something out and go, look, let's let's see how this goes. Is that going to be a process that you're, you're, that you're going to be kind of nervous about because you're kind of getting your baby and going, okay, here, here world, have a little go of this and let us know what you think. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, may, may, I maybe haven't had enough time to really think about uh, being nervous about it, but yeah, that, it probably will be. <laughs> it, it probably will be quite a, a nerve-wracking experience putting out for the first time. Um, but I think... The, with the community that we've we've built, I think they are all very understanding of mm-hmm. uh, that that it is a, an independent team. It's a small team, and um, actually, one of the benefits of putting out this one on one is that if there are bugs, if there are things that don't work right, we're going to be able to fix them fairly quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do. I like the idea of. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do it like a one on one demo and then 
take a bit of time back and then release a full game or uh, like that, the the PUBG idea of, you know, just sort of slowly drip new features, yeah. new characters, new elements of it. Um, maybe that may, that may that may be an interesting way to go. Because yeah, I think I, I, mate, they, were, they were a global brand. And, you know, every day I was like spinning around in a helicopter on the top of a building with no roof. Uh, and then two weeks later, the helicopter was perfect. So, mate, these things take time. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're developing a video game that's going to hopefully go across the world, mate. So, you know what I mean? Take your time with it. And PUBG can do it. And it's one of the biggest brands in the world now, mate. So I have every faith that you guys would do it. But uh, add... Yeah, well, before we start letting you plug it a little bit further, let, let's talk modern day wrestling now. So I take it you're, you're a wrestling fan now and you watch it. What's your feelings on it? Um, if you listen to our podcast Monday, you're probably just about steamed down after watching. Maybe Raw. you calm down, mate. I calm down a little bit. Um, what's your thoughts currently? And, and obviously, uh, your thoughts on the sale of the WWE and AEW bringing over uh, all into Wembley? <clears throat> um, yeah, it, for me, it's um, I'm not the best person to to speak on it because I sort of, uh, I mean, I, I as I say, I grew up from the age of five, being obsessed with wrestling. Um, and it was around about the age of 20, I think. Um, I sort of, I stopped, like, I because I was the person that I would record Monday Night Raw every week. Yeah, me too. I had, like, tapes full of, it's just all Monday Night Raw recordings. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there was a time um, probably around maybe 2007, I think, where um, it just kind of all fell off. And I still watched every pay-per-view, mm-hmm. but I stopped watching Raw. I stopped watching SmackDown. Um, then... It got to the point later on, a few years later, where then I'd only watch the the kind of big pay per views like WrestleMania and Royal yeah. Rumble. Um, so, and especially as well, the last few years because I've been working so much. Um, the only time I ever really watched like AEW, um, is if my brother my my brother still watches everything. So if there's like a really good AEW match, um, like he'll send me and be like, you have to watch this match. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So yeah, and and but also as well because of the the game development for the last couple of years, I've I've basically been uh, working kind of nonstop. The only time I, I'm not working is uh, when I'm with my kids. Mm-hmm. So I've I've been really missing out on a lot. You are going to be the coolest dad in the world. You do realize this when this game comes out. I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm trying so hard <laughs> to get my son interested in wrestling, and he just doesn't like. You know what's funny? He'll watch, if I say to him, oh, come through, you have to see this, watch this. And I'll try and like, I'll watch, I'll show him some Santino Morello clips to try and get him to laugh and everything. Coming and he'll watch show. it. We've got him, yeah, we've got him on in a couple of weeks. Two oh, weeks yeah. Then. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, so he'll sit and, and he'll watch it and he'll laugh and he'll enjoy it. And then I'll be like, you you want to watch another one? And then he goes, eh, no, I'm good. And then he goes and he yeah. plays. Put YouTube on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My it's, boy, my boy was quite funny because he, he he's he was into um obviously biggest storyline in WWE was Roman Reigns and, and his group and um he was a big fan of that and I, I always used to go against him just to wind him up because you know that's just what it is and, and he'd sit there and go, I, he'd sit there yeah because I'm an evil dad yeah and he'd sit <laughs> there and go I, I don't care who wins this the moment they kicked out of a big move he was jumping yeah you know you, you just like what do you mean you don't care you know what I mean it's just like, <laughs> no, but, that- yeah. That's what that's actually what I should have done. Just a bit of reverse psychology, like because, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think you can totally tell whenever you're trying to get get him interested in something. Mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. no, he's he's very much into Roblox. Uh, Roblox at the Roblox. moment. Oh, yeah. don't ask that's in my house twenty four seven. That and some <laughs> I am Santa on YouTube. I don't know. But um, Sam, tell our listeners where they can find you. What are the finer points of the game? When can we expect it to be released? 
uh, obviously yeah, all your socials and what you've got coming up. Oh, um, so in terms of release, uh, everything we're, we're doing right now is working towards this one-on-one, which I think we've kind of got, we're giving ourselves a lot of time just in case there's any hiccups. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we've got that slotted for, I think, October, November. Is it? Right. Yeah, I think it's about October, November-ish. Um, we kind of hope we'll, we'll actually get out much sooner, but we're giving ourselves that sort of leeway. Yeah. Um, in terms of a full release, uh, that won't be till next August. We're, we're, we're projecting uh, mm-hmm. next August. Um, but yeah, so in terms of, uh, obviously we had the Kickstarter, so I'm used to whenever we were doing interviews, we're like, go to the Kickstarter. The yeah. Kickstarter's ended now. Um, uh, we didn't reach our last goal, so if, if anyone does want to help contribute, we, there is other ways to do that. We do have a Patreon uh, I think it's just Patreon forward slash Ultra Pro Wrestling. Um, in terms of social media, the we we do have like Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of it. The they they kind of get forgotten though. The only one that I really pay attention to that I'm quite active on is Twitter. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know Twitter. I think just, we all are. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just that that I th- I think that's where I kind of get the most community engagement. So mm. it's just always been uh, Twitter. Um, I think our handle is. I can tell. You. Uh, Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I've got it here as well. Somebody. I for, I forget because there's there's actually just so many. Yeah, UPW video games at UPW video game. All right. Make sure and you we, all go and follow them now. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take my size of commission now for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put them in the game. Just, just they'll think it's. Just draw a picture of an egg. You yeah. can't go any better than Eggman. They'll be just think Stone Cold let himself go or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam, thanks so much, mate, for coming on uh, our podcast, mate. We really do appreciate. I know you're you're super super busy right now. We are, we wish you all the luck in the world, mate. I can't oh, wait to play the demo. I can't wait to play the full game. I'm eager to see your process, mate. We'll definitely get you back on around launch time you're always welcome on this show mate but honestly it's it's amazing what you're doing honestly it's incredible and I, I i just wish you all the luck in the world my friend and i hope it all goes really well for you no thanks very much and i, I absolutely appreciate it um no, no. yeah no and and th- there's been so much community feedback like that that it's just it's it's, it's awesome um yeah. so i'll just i'll promise you guys i'll do everything i can uh to make this the best game it can be Oh, mate, we can't wait. We can't wait. You're always welcome back on hitting the turnbuckle, mate. So good luck with it all. Make sure you go and check out uh, Sam's uh, Twitter handle. What is it, Adam? A UPW video. Oh, dude. Well done, mate. <laughs> That's another bit. That's another slice. That's another slice. Everybody. But go and check it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. I've been your host, Andy Burrows, with my good friend, Adam Cousins. We will be back tomorrow with our AEW review show. Till then, everybody, stay safe. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. <laughs>